Now after the death of Joshua, it came to pass that the children of Israel asked the Lord saying, Who shall go up for us against the Canaanites first to fight against them? Look in verse number 11. And from thence he went against the inhabitants of Debir. The name of Debir before was Kerjath Sefer. Verse 12. And Caleb said, He that smiteth Kerjath Sefer and taketh it, to him will I give Axel, my daughter, to wife. The pronunciation, according to another man, is Axel. But I can't feel right calling a woman a battle axe or Axel. Somebody say amen. This just don't sound right, so I'm saying Axel. My daughter to wife, verse 13. And Othniel, the son of Kenaz, Caleb's younger brother, took it. And he gave him Axa, his daughter, to wife. And it came to pass, when she came to him, that she moved him to ask of her father a field, and she lighted off her ass, and Caleb said unto her, What wilt thou? She said unto him, Give me a blessing, for thou hast given me a south land. Give me also springs of water. And Caleb gave her, that's his daughter, the upper springs and the nether springs. Turn to chapter 3 and verse 9 and verse 10. And when the children of Israel cried unto the Lord, the Lord raised up a deliverer to the children of Israel who delivered them. Even Othniel, the son of Kenaz, Jacob, or Caleb's younger brother, and the Spirit of the Lord came upon him, and he judged Israel and went out to war, and the Lord delivered Cushan, Rishphaim. I'm going to tell you what Brother Tony Hudson said. That's King Cheddar. And king of Mesopotamia unto his hand, and his hand prevailed against Cushan, Rishphaim. Father, we love you today and pray, God, that you would help us to be mindful of the Spirit of God. Help us to give everything, everything that you showed us this afternoon. Hold back nothing. Help me not hinder the Spirit. Let me not say anything. Put a guard at my mouth. And I pray, God, that everything that's said tonight will glorify and magnify your name. We thank you for the Word of God that's so rich and so pure. Lord, I was so excited today. And uh, Lord, just help me to do my best to deliver the truth that you delivered to me. And Lord, we'll give you glory and praise you and thank you for all that is accomplished. For if anything is accomplished, it'll be you that does it through thy power of the Holy Ghost. And we pray, God, you'd have your way. In Jesus' name, we bow before you and say thank you for soul-saved lives changed, but most of all, you getting glory. Amen. You can be seated. If the Lord would help me for a little while, I want to preach on our text tonight, mainly in chapter number one, on the thought of a battle that won a bride. A, the battle that won a bride. This is a fight for an unaware bride. A battle that won a bride. 
I was interested, I was, I was going to uh, preach on this thought of Othniel and, and picture how he is. There is a twofold application in our text tonight. Here's a picture of Othniel being a picture of Christ who fought a battle for the bride, the church. But then there's also, uh, we see in here also a picture of the church. And I, I want you to walk with me through the text. Think about the concept of what I'm telling you. Watch what happens. They are facing a, a battle. If you looked it up, you'd find out that this Kurjah-Sefer is a valley on a mountain. It is a mountaintop low place, a mountain valley. It is a, a battle that is going to be an enemy territory. The enemy has captured this place. It is known as a stronghold. It is a strategic position having the higher ground. It is a, they have strong defenses. And so when, when Caleb looks at this, the question that was asked in verse number one, when they cry out to the Lord is who shall go up for us? When they get to this battle, they've won a few battles. They've went down against Canaanites that dwelt in the mountain in the valley. The Judah went against the Canaanites in verse number 10 in Hebron. But when they come to verse number 11, the Bible says that they came against the inhabitants of Debir. And the name of Debir before was Kerjath Sefer. Then notice the Bible said the man that took the challenge... His name was Othniel. When I started doing this study, Brother Jared, I saw something I'd never seen before. I see a man named Othniel. Evidently, Brother uh, Scott, here is a man that is facing a strategic position. He is facing a stronghold. He is facing strong defenses. And when Othniel heard the request of Caleb, He's the first one that stood up. Could it be that Othniel had something for Axel in his heart? I put it like this. He had his eyes on her. He had his heart upon her. But he wanted to put his hands in battle for her. I feel like running right now. Hey, man, before the foundation of the world, I'm glad his, the eyes of the Lord was on us. His heart was upon us. But ain't you glad one day he took a mountain place? Hey, man, a low valley for all of mankind. When, hey, man, God is at his best and man is at his worst. But God was saying, I don't just have my eyes on her. I don't just have my heart upon her. But I'm going to put my hands to battle for her. Somebody help me run today. So when I look in the context, and verse number one sets the idea, the context, some calling out to God, who will go up for us? It's not just the context of the chapter, it's amen, and the book, but it's a context for the message tonight because. When it came to facing Deber, Kerjath, Sefer, here's what the Bible says. They were looking for somebody that would go face that, take that city back. And if they could find somebody to take that city back, they'd win a prize. 
He had to have his eyes on her, his heart upon her, and was willing to have his hands in battle for her. Watch your Bible. Here, here, here's what got excited. So you can say it like this. Number one, there had to be someone who heard Othniel, heard the request. I'm looking, Caleb said, he that smiteth, verse 12, Kurjath Sefer, and taketh it, to him will I give Achsaw, my daughter, to wife. So he heard the request. You know what's make me want to shout right now? Is you know what Othniel's name means? Lion. Oh, great God. Hey, so a lion heard the request of a father that whoever took that mountain, that high ground, the stronghold of the enemy, if anybody took that, they'd win a bride. But that's, that's not all. Verse number 11 says, from thence, he went against the inhabitants of Deber. So they were souls inside of the city. I need somebody that is willing to face that stronghold against the strong defenses, against that mighty army, against the enemy of God's people. I need somebody that'll take that mountain and be willing to fight for the souls. Boy, that's, that's enough to shout about. But then I saw, Brother Scott, something I never saw before. Amen. It's the inhabitants of Debir or Debir. You know what Debir is, Brother Jared? It's one of six cities of refuge that God had gave, amen, three on one side of Jordan and three on the other side of Jordan. And the name Debir means sanctuary. So here's what he said. I need somebody who is willing to go to face the stronghold against the strong defenses and fight for the souls and fight for the sanctuary. Woo! We need that city of refuge. That is an appointed place of refuge. That is a place that is a sanctuary for those, amen, who are under the condemnation of the law. They are lawbreakers and they, we need that sanctuary for them to run to. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. So he said, he said, he makes a request. He said, here's what he says. He said, I need somebody who will face that strong, take that mountain. I need somebody who will go against Amen and fight for souls, the inhabitants. I need, I need somebody. Amen. It's not just for the souls that they're fighting against who may will turn and follow Israel, but it is the souls of all of God's people for they know that is an appointed city. That is a city of refuge. That is a city of sanctuary. I need somebody who's willing to fight for the souls and fight for the sanctuary. Hey man, that, that's enough shout about. But then I said, notice this. It said this in verse number 11. It's not just the name of Debir before was Kurjath Sefer. You know what Kurjath Sefer means? It means, hey man, the city of scrolls. It means a place of Amen. A place of scripts or scriptures. So here's what he's saying, Brother Doug. 
The father, Caleb, is saying, I need somebody that is willing to face the mountain, amen, go to battle, and if you'll win the battle, I'll give you a bride, but you gotta be willing to fight for souls, and you gotta be willing to fight for the sanctuary, and you gotta be willing, amen, glory to God, to fight for the scriptures. And if you'll fight for souls, and he'll fight for the sanctuary, amen, and if you'll fight for the scriptures, I'll give you a bride. Isn't that what Jesus came and did? He fought for souls. He fought for a sanctuary. And he thanked God he fought for scriptures. Woo! Hallelujah! And that's not just what Christ did, but that's what the church ought to do. If we will fight for the sanctuary, and if we'll fight for the scriptures, and if we'll go out here and face the enemy for the souls of folks dying and going to hell, God said, we get a bride. I'm glad I'm a part of the bride, but I want to see the bride increase. Somebody say amen. But that ain't all, it says. Watch what your Bible says. He says, Caleb says, so he, <laughs> Brother Jared, Othniel the lion said, I'll go fight for souls. The lion says, I'll go fight for the sanctuary. Hey man, the lion said, I'll go fight, <laughs> hey man, for the scriptures. But watch what your Bible says. He knew the requirement. He knew there was going to be a battle. Here's what he said, brother, brother, amen, brother Doug. He said, he that smiteth, is, is that not what your book said? Let's read, let's read the King James Bible, verse number 12. He that smiteth it and taketh it. It wasn't just enough to make a stand. You had to get the victory. Amen. He, he heard the request. He knew the requirements. Hey, hallelujah. I'm talking about, I read a quote from somebody. I tried to write it down on, my, on these first notes. Here's what he said. Love answered the call when the father made the request. Here, here's what the quote, quote says. There is no limit to what, hey, what love will attempt when love reigns and rules the heart. I'm telling you, Othniel had his eyes on her, had his heart upon her, and was willing to put his hands to battle for her. And the lion says, I will face the fight. I will not only smite it, I'll take it. And Othniel said, I'll fight. Hey, man, for the scriptures, I'll fight. For the sanctuary, I'll fight for the souls. Hey, man, and if you'll do that, hey, man, my goal is to get a bride. Boy, ain't you glad Jesus Hey, remember for the foundation of the world was a lamb foreordained. Hey, man, thank God. It's a, he's the word made flesh. Hallelujah. Thank God. He fought the Satan, the enemy. He fought the battle on a mountaintop, on a stronghold, on a place of death, a place of cruelty. He, hey, man, got nailed to an emblem of death and nobody but Jesus could take an 
emblem of death and make it so beautiful that people wear it on earrings and make bracelets out of it, put it around their neck because thank God, God took something that was cruel and man, he brought celebration out of it. He fought for the, he got a bride because he fought for the sanctuary. He fought for souls. Amen. And he fought for scripture. So church, why don't we get in a fight? Let's quit sitting on the sidelines. This is not a spectator. Amen. This is a participator. Amen. Watch what he said. Watch what he says. Othnel, Othnel, the lion, says, amen, as if I'll smite it, verse 12, he knew the requirements, I'll take it, because I've heard the request, I know the requirements, but I'm looking forward to the reward, for the joy that was set before him, he endured death, even the death of the cross. He tasted death for every man. Ain't you glad? Don't matter how dirty they are, how long they've been dirty, how, how bad of a sinner they are, how long they've been a sinner. Hey, man, Jesus has fought a battle that you and I couldn't fight. Hey, man, and he won. He took it. Say, hey, man. What's this? What's this? Here's what happens. There's a request been made. The requirements are known. The reward is in his view. But watch the response. Watch what he says. Look what he said. And it came to pass. In verse 13, Othel, the son of King Haskell, brother, took it. He didn't just smite it. He took it. And he gave him, saw his daughter to wife. You know what? Hacksaw means, Brother Jay. I didn't, but I found out today. You know what it means? Busting the veil. <laughs> oh, God, have mercy. Ain't you glad we got to go behind the veil? Woo! Ain't no veil keeping us out. He broke down the middle wall partition. Now Jew and Gentile has access. We've been made now. We who are strangers, hey man, we, hey man, without God, having no hope, strangers, hopeless, godless, but we've been made nigh by the blood of Christ because when, hey man, his flesh was rent, the veil was rent, and we got access. I say hallelujah. The, the, her name meant the veil had been divided. Amen. Busted the veil. Watch what she says. The lion answered the call. The lion conquered the city. Defeated the enemy. The lion gained the reward. Here is a bride that's being fought for and she didn't even know that she was the prize. But when she finds out she's now the bride, watch what she says. Here's her response. Watch this. Verse 15. Or verse 14. And it came to pass when she came to him. This is after he took it. After. Let, 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 me, let me back up a minute. I almost missed something. Did y'all see that? Where he said he gave him. No man can come unto me except the Father which sent me drawn. Ain't you glad the Father gave the bride to the Son? Hey, much. Oh, Lord. 
Hey, man, I, I just pictured about, you ever seen them cartoons? And uh, you wore the Roadrunner and just made me think of it again. I, I, y'all ever seen the Roadrunner run, fake coyote and run so fast that there's a, a hole in the wall? That's the way I pictured I pictured there was a hole in the wall the size of Jared. Instead, he went out in the foyer. Y'all pray for him. Hey, man, I, I mean, I just, I, 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 I can't get a hold of the fact that in Judges chapter number one, he's given us such a clear picture. I know this is a hymn book. I know on every page we find Christ. But can you, can, can you see, hey man, that even in the story of Othniel, hey man, love and Axel, Axel, that that was a picture of what Jesus did when he loved us. Oh, bless his name. Watch what we should do. Watch this. Watch what the bride does. Watch this. Watch this. And she lighted off her ass and came unto the father, unto Caleb. What wilt thou? It's as if Caleb is saying, you're now the bride, what you need. She says in verse 15, the bride, unto him, give me a blessing. For thou hast given me a south land. Give me also springs of water. And Caleb gave her the upper springs and the nether springs. So he fought. Here's the line. He, are y'all with me tonight? He fought. Hey man. He, he heard the request, knew the requirements. He's longing for the reward. He hears the response of the bride. Hey man. And there's another reward coming down the road. Hey man. Thank God the battle has bought a bride and the bride is going to bring blessings. Watch what happens. Here, 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 here. Oh, now, he's tickled, he's got the bride. He's had his eyes on her, his heart upon her, his hands went to battle for her. Hey, man, he's now been gave the bride by Caleb. She lights off her ass, goes over there. Hey, man, goes over there, thank God, to her daddy. And she, he said, you gave me the Southland. Has, I feel like singing Dixie right there. But anyway, gave me the Southland. Somebody know how to play Dixie on there? If I, man, I had it planned. Somebody was going to play. Gave me the Southland. Amen. Somebody ought to say amen. And then she said, in the Southland, brother, they, they must, must have been a dry land. From what I understand, the Southland is known for being dry country. Sometime having harsh climates. Or in 2023, are we living in a harsh climate right now? Are we, are we living in dry times, it seems like? But here's the Southland most specifically and particularly, here's what it means. It means the borders. It means the limits, the boundaries. So here's what the bride says. She's, hey man, she's been brought <laughs> Hey Amen. Thank God the ashes brought her to the Father. And the Father says, a burst of, uh, amen, a, a, beating, a, a beast of burden. And she gets lights off the ass, goes to the Father. He said, whatever you want, what do you need? What, 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 what? Basically, you a bride, what can I do for you? And she says, you've gave me the Southland. You gave me the borders. I know I'm within, but it's almost given the idea that she did. That wasn't enough. I don't want to just be inside the borders. I just don't want to live on the edge. I need 
some fresh water. Hey, my God, the bride. It ought not be enough. It shouldn't just be enough. We shouldn't be settled with just being inside the borders. But think living on the edge. Living on the edge puts you too close to the enemy. Thank God. But when it gets dry, and when, hey man, when the climate gets rough, we need some fresh water. She asked for some springs. But you know what the father says? He says, he says, I'll give you all the springs. That's what he said. Caleb gave her the upper springs and the nether springs. He gave, amen, it wasn't just some of the springs. It wasn't just one or two. The upper springs were known for bubbling out of their own accord. In other words, it's something that just constantly overflowed. That sounds like grace to me. Amen. And then the other springs were like reservoirs that had to be tapped into. I feel like it's us. Well, God's give us springs of grace and mercy that just seem like bubble up just cause it's part of the inheritance. It's part of the reservoirs of blessings. But there's other things that we need to tap into. God don't just give us enough to get by. He gives us all the water. Amen, the water of the word and the rushing water of the Holy Ghost. He gives us all the water that we need. That's the way we need to be as a bride. So the line says, I'll fight for souls. The line said, I'll fight for the sanctuary. The line says, I'll fight for the scripture, the, the city, the library, the scrolls, the scripts. I'll fight for the scripture. Amen. And, and I, amen. As a reward, I get a bride and then I get blessings. What's the blessings? I hear man, he fought for souls, he fought for the sanctuary, he fought, amen, hallelujah, for the scriptures, but he got as a bonus springs. Springing up in you. Boy, ain't you glad God's gave us springs. I feel like Landrum Independent Baptist Church sometimes. Amen, in a dry and thirsty land is a spring. It's as if love faced a challenge. It's as if love done the conquering. It's as if the circumstances required love and love met, hey man, the requirements and love accomplished, hey man, met the challenge. Love accomplished, uh, conquered what needed to be conquered and now love's gonna be rewarded. But that ain't all, brothers, God. According to Judges chapter number three, look what the Bible says. And Judges in chapter number 3 and verse number 9 and 10. Up now is going to be a judge of Israel. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, man. Amen. I'm glad he's going to be judged. Somebody say amen. He's going to be called on and required to be a judge because there's another in, enemy, Mesopotamia, Babylon, a picture of the world. And the world is going to come against the people of God. And guess who? Hey, man, it's, hey man, it's going to be the leader in the fight against the world, the flesh, and the devil, Othniel. 
Boy, ain't you, hey man. And in chapter number three and verse number nine and 10, hey man, I fell to the power of the spirit of the Lord, came upon him, he judged Israel, he went out to war and the Lord delivered, he delivered them from all the enemies of the people of God. Here's what I'm saying, thank God for the line. He fought for souls, thank God for the line. He fought and made possible the sanctuary, a place of refuge, thank God for the line. Hallelujah, he fought and gave us, delivered us the scriptures. The scriptures are not hidden, they're not buried, they're not in the enemy's hands. Hey man, thank God, hey God, what, hey man, glory to God. And the springs that are available, the, the upper springs, the higher ground. I need a little high, high water sometime. That's when I drink that La Blue. Hey man, I need the high springs. But thank God when I'm down in the low places, I need water all around me. And it don't matter how dry it gets, I've got a watering hole to run to. Thank God for the springs. But hallelujah for a deliverer who will raise up and help sanctify you and protect you and fight against the world and fight against the devil. Oh, hallelujah. I'm glad he's still doing it today. Our Othniel, our Christ, our deliverer, head man. I'm thank God through the power of the Spirit of God and dwelling his people will give us what we need to win the battle against the flesh, to win the battle against the world. And today we can stand and know without a doubt though we fail, though we fall, though we make a mess, though we amen, find ourselves always tripping over our own flesh. Ain't you glad you can call on the Lord and the Spirit of God will come in and help and deliver from Babylon and from the world and from the enemies of God's people. Here's what I'm saying, church. Hallelujah. I think every time somebody, I bet every time that bride looked over at Othniel and they started having youngins. Amen. He said, tell us about how you and daddy met. He said, well, if your daddy hadn't went to battle for me, I'd have never met him. If your daddy hadn't faced the enemy, Satan, if he hadn't fought for the sanctuary, if he hadn't fought and delivered us the scriptures, if he hadn't fought for souls, I'd never been his bride. I'd never had Jewish children. Oh, but bless the Lord, it wasn't gonna be long. The enemies is gonna rise up again. But there goes your daddy. He's fighting and leading away. Here's what I'm saying, church. Ain't you glad we got somebody who's not sitting in a corner somewhere? He's not a old man in a rocking chair. Hey, man, Kenny Chesney had it wrong. Hey, man, he's not up yonder. He knows what's going on, Brother Scott. And can I just say today, hey, they say, hey, when you can't turn to nobody, I'm glad you can turn to him. Here's what I want to tell you today. Just turn this and on, Sam. Here's what I want to say today, Brother Doug. There ain't nothing that's going to face you tomorrow that he ain't going to be able to help you. And for everybody that loves English, I said what I said, there ain't nothing. Y'all with me? There isn't nothing that you can face tomorrow that he doesn't know is coming already. He is the one that had his eyes on us, that had his heart upon us, that let his hands go to war for us.
He's the one that when we call on him, will stand up and lead us to victory after victory after victory. You don't have to look for somebody else to bring joy. You don't have to look to somebody else to, hey, man, hey, turn that enemy's tail the opposite direction. We have somebody that fought for us and he'll deliver us day after day and week after week and month after month. He ain't quit fighting for souls. He hadn't stopped fighting for the scriptures. He hadn't stopped fighting for the sanctuary. He hadn't stopped fighting for our sanctification. And glory to God, as the church of the living God, we need to keep fighting for souls, for the scripture, for the sanctuary. Amen. And for sanctified, straight, separate living in all God's people. Say. Here, here's what I want to ask you today. You might be like me. Maybe you ain't. You might be like me. Sometimes you want to know who's on my team. He ain't never switched teams. Ain't that right, Mason? He ain't never Switch teams. He's never going to leave you nor forsake you. He went to battle for you. He fought, hey man, he fought a battle that only he could fight. Othniel and his love for Axel is a perfect picture of Christ and his love for us. Her response to her father is a perfect example of how we, as the bride, need to act now. Would you all agree with that? When the good Samaritan found the man that was stripped and half dead, that's always bum puzzled me. You're either dead or, you, but anyway, he's half dead. And, 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 he's, and he's stripped and he's naked. Maybe that's like, that's a, that's a sure enough picture of a sinner. <laughs> we alive, but we dead. <laughs> Come over where he was. The good Samaritan came to him. Jesus came to him. Y'all know what he put him on. Put him on his own ass, took him to the inn, and said, y'all take care of him. Here's everything you need to take care of him. And when I come back, if there's anything lacking, like a glorified body, I'll have that with me. Are y'all with me? We didn't even have to. Truth is, we're not even taking one step in our own strength. He's provided the transportation. Here, here's, here's what I'm saying, church. Othniel, the lion, fought for you. Jesus fought for you. He went to battle for you. I won't. You can look through here all you want in the Bible. I, I've looked at Brother, Brother Scott just to make sure. So I'm going to say, I'm almost 100% sure. But I would be willing to go out on a limb and say, he never looked for another bride. A lot of men did. Othniel didn't have to. He found the one he loved. But I'll promise you this. 
Axel didn't look to cheat neither. In James chapter 4, he looks at that crowd and he says, Ye adulterers and adulteresses. Know you not that the friendship of the world is an enmity against God? He said, look, you, you're sleeping around with the world and cheating on Jesus. I bet you, Axel said, they ain't a man like my man. Ain't nobody would fight for me like he did. Nobody would put, nobody would love me like this man. Nobody has his eyes on me like this man. He thinks I'm the most beautifulest girl in the world. And I look at women and say, you got to think she's prettier. I, I tell my wife that all the time. She thinks, oh, you just say that. No, I'm, I'm serious. Here, here's one. Because when love fills a person's heart, there's no limit to what love will face. The law says we're a bunch of lawbreakers, we're condemned and going to hell. But Jesus' love says, I love you enough to fulfill the law for you. I'll die in your place so you can go free. Somebody ought to say amen. Axa, who's number one man in your life? Oh, that's easy. It's the one that fights for me. Oh, now, who's the number one woman in your life? He said, oh, that's easy. That's the one I fought for. When the Lord looks at the bride, the church, don't think for a minute he switched teams. You're the only person that he's got his eyes. The eyes of the Lord are over the righteous. Have we been made righteous? By Jesus Christ. He took our sin. He became sin for us who knew no sin that we might be made, what does it say? The what? The righteousness of God. Say it with me. The righteousness of God. So if he made me righteous, I don't care how many people think I ain't. I've done been made righteous by the, amen, declared righteous by the, amen, by the authority of God. And the eyes of the Lord are over the righteous and his ears are open to prayer. What I'm saying is, when that bride became, hey man, when that girl became the bride of Othniel, everything that Othniel had became hers. Now that we're a bride of Christ, we're not just heirs, we're joint heirs with Christ. That's why the Bible says we're more than conquerors. The conqueror gets all the spoils of war as a result of the battle he fought. People who are more than conquerors get on get in on the benefits without ever going to battle. I say amen. That's like that crowd. There's a lot of people got Super Bowl rings, but a lot of them never played one in it. <laughs> I sat on the sidelines and Jesus won the fight for me. Amen. I'm so glad I'm saved now. I want to be put in the game. I want to do my part to fight for the sanctuary, fight for the scripture, fight for souls. Amen. And fight to keep people knowing what's right, living right, fighting against the world and all God's people say. Let's stand feet. Our heads bowed.